0: Chapter 19. The Ninki-Nanka Decides to Destroy Them Bubbles swirled all around them after they dove into the water and raced to the murky river bottom. Adam glanced back and cringed. This ninki Nanka, the creature he dreaded to meet, was so much worse than he imagined. The beast in hot pursuit behind them was at least thirty feet long. It had the long, green, armored body of a river crocodile its narrow snout snapping at them with a row of six-inch-long teeth. A long neck reached toward them. The beast reached out and swiped at them again with sharp black claws. It lunged frantically and almost grabbed Neff by the long mane trailing behind them in the water, but the Kelpie was too quick. He faked a dive and then shot up as the ninki dove down, crunching headfirst into a pile of river rock. Wahoo! Adam yelled, punching a fist up while still holding tight to the mane with his other hand. It's not over yet, Lantrol. All I did was make it mad. Adam, I think you should look behind us. He turned, startled by how odd and bubbly Clancy's voice sounded underwater. Was that what Neff heard when he tried to speak? He shrugged and looked over his shoulder at her. Just as he opened his mouth to ask what He, he saw them. Jellyfish. Hundreds of them swarmed out of the rocks the Ninki-Nanka collided with, like angry bees deserting their hive. What are they doing here? Adam screeched. Aren't they ocean dwellers? Obviously you don't read much, or you'd know there's such thing as a freshwater jellyfish, Clancy said. But that's not what matters now. Look! The jellyfish surrounded the Ninki-Nanka in the dark water, glowing in eerie white as they bobbed up and down. Their mushroom tops flapped and their long tentacles danced as they collected around the angry beast. It let out a roar. Waves rippled away from it, gaining strength and speed like an underwater tidal wave. The force nearly knocked them from Neff's back when the waves reached them. Here they come! Clancy cried. Adam looked back to see an army of angry jellyfish streaming toward them. Want me to shapeshift? Neff asked. No! You need your strength for when we find the naiads. Adam insisted. Neff put on a huge burst of speed in reply, doubling back and shooting through the pack of pursuers to confuse them. The jellyfish scattered, but a few tentacles reached out to slap the three as they passed. Adam immediately felt his skin burn. His heart raced as jellyfish venom coursed through his veins. "'You okay, Clancy?' he hollered. "'They got me, but how's Neff?' "'Use your tridents and do something! Help a Kelpie out!' "'I don't know what to do!' Clancy said frantically." I wish I could make a force field appear around us, but I don't know how... As soon as the words escaped her lips, a blinding blue light flared up from her trident. A huge bubble formed around them. Angry jellyfish bounced off the bubble. Neff turned again and bowled through them, taking great pleasure in knocking them over. Adam laughed. <laughs> Way to go, Clancy! Will you humans stop congratulating yourselves and think? We've passed the tunnel entrance that will take us to my Clio. And we can't go any further until you figure out how to get rid of that Niki-Nanka. We have to go back then, Adam said. We'll use the tridents and fight. I don't know how, but we'll make it to the naiads, Neff. I promise. The abata will help us, Clancy suggested. They promised. Can we sneak up to the surface and see what's going on? Neff nodded. He slackened his speed and dropped behind the rocks. The dark water above them lightened a little as they rose, but the muddy water barely let any light in even as they drew close to the surface. The force field around them hummed and then disappeared when they poked their heads out of the water. Adam and Clancy carefully clambered from Neff's back onto the rocks, which jutted up in the middle of the river to form a small island. Scattered bones littered the ground, including several long horns. Adam's eyes grew wide. He eats the abata. Clancy gasped and knelt to pick up a lone spike. She looked angrier than he knew a girl could get. He's going to pay for this! Holding the trident in one hand and wielding the horn in the other, she climbed on top of the rocks. Standing tall with her feet spread wide, she watched and waited. Are you insane? Adam demanded in a strangled whisper. It'll see you! It better! He peeked over the top of the rocks, looking between her feet to see what was going on. The Ninki Nanka stood in front of the center entrance, blocking their path forward. It paced while snapping and growling at the abata clustered together. With every turn, it reached out to smack a quivering abata near him. They shook in fear, looking across the water to Clancy for help. Adam slid back down. Neff, where did the abata say those two other tunnel entrances went? They both dropped straight down for a few miles before opening up in another lava chamber. Not a good way to go, if you ask me. Adam nodded. Once we get in the center tunnel, can he follow? Neff snorted and shook his head. He can't follow. He'll die away from water. Awesome. If we can get the Ibotta to distract him long enough, maybe we can... Clancy's angry yells interrupted him. Hey, you hideous scaly freak! What kind of stupid bully are you, picking on innocent little things who can't fight back? Come over here and watch me fight back! Adam reached up and jerked on her leg, pulling her back down as the monster roared in reply. A giant splash told them it was on its way. I just think it said challenge accepted. Are you nuts? We don't have any kind of plan. What happened to smart and logical, Clancy? I don't care, she said hotly. It's disgusting how things can treat them like that, beating them up and eating them whenever it wants. She shook the horn at him. This little guy died for no good reason. I won't let that happen again. Clancy, did you forget that thing has clawed hands big enough to take both our heads off with one good swat? We have about 30 seconds to come up with a plan, or not get killed. She bit her lip and peeked over the rocks. I guess I should have thought about that first. Ya think? Sorry, I just hate bullies. The ninkinanka Nanka swam slowly toward them, as if it knew it had them cornered, an evil grin shining above beady green eyes. Adam poked his head up too. On the far shore, the abatto lined up, facing their direction, looking to Clancy. He took a deep breath, thinking fast. Do you really think your little friends will help? She nodded. No doubt. Let's hope you're right. Their eyes locked and they nodded at each other in agreement. Her eyes sparkled as she scrambled back to the top. She looked at the row of tiny animals who seemed to be waiting for her direction. Holding her trident high, she yelled, CHARGE! Their eyes changed instantly from soft blue to fiery red. They leaped and plunged into the water, completely submerged, except for glowing horns sticking up out of the water. Adam jumped on Neff's back. Let's see if we can take him out from underwater. Clancy, aim for the eyes if you can get a clean shot. If he reaches the island, make yourself another force field and wait for us. We'll be back. Done, she answered. As Adam and Neff dove down, she aimed and shot blue fire at the beast, which howled in reply, but kept advancing. Adam and Neff plunged back into the dark and dirty water. They sped around the rocks and came at the ninki from beneath. He aimed it where he thought its heart would be, sending a jet of light at it. Its scales functioned as armor and the beam bounced off hurtling back at them. They ducked just in time, and the rocks behind them exploded. "Ah, It's got to have a weakness somewhere, Neff mused, circling around from the other side. Adam sent a few more beams of light at it, but they all bounced off. "Ah, This isn't working. It's getting too close to Clancy, Adam said, worried. Should we head back up? No! Look at what the Ibada are up to! The little creatures who struggled against the waves and kicked their legs hard to tread water lined up again. They dove down together, staying in line, to where Adam and Neff were. The biggest sent up one purple shot at it, and it too bounced off. Then the other shot at the belly, so a constant stream of light hit the same place. It growled madly and dove down, clawing at them. They held formation and kept shooting. Adam aimed again and sent more beams streaming at the same spot. It began to glow red. The Ninki-Nanka thrashed around, lashing out and smacking at the nearest Tabata and sending it out of the way. It turned and swam through the murky water toward the shore to climb onto the island. The Ibada followed, still shooting. Adam looked as the Ninky Nanka's tail pulled up and out of the water. Clancy! Neff didn't need any encouragement. He vaulted straight up and shot around the rocks so they could approach from the back and to get Clancy. They burst up from beneath the river's choppy waves, and Neff immediately galloped into action. The Ninky Nanka ignored continued attacks from the Ibada and advanced slowly on Clancy. She stood fiercely on top of the rocks, firing shot after shot at him. Still it crept closer, licking its chops. With a swift wave of her trident, she created the force field, but Adam could see by her hunched shoulders she was nervous. It flickered weakly, and he wasn't sure it would hold if the ninki reached her. We need to get him to expose his underbelly, Adam thought aloud. When we were hitting him there, it bothered him. That's got to be where his weak spot is. Is there any way we can get him to roll over? I can make that happen, Neff declared. He put his head down and sprang forward. Adam leaped off and held his trident at the ready while Neff plowed headlong into the Ninkinonka's side, knocking it over. The Abata surrounded it and kept shooting. Adam ran in to join them while Clancy shot from above. Its stomach began to glow red again as it writhed and howled, but its armor held. It flipped back onto its feet with a livid growl, spiked tail slashing behind it to knock over the Abata. They scattered as it slowly stood on hind legs so it could reach Clancy. Adam concentrated hard so he could keep a constant stream of fire shooting at the glowing spot. They had to break through. With a satisfied roar, the Ninki nanka extended its claws toward Clancy. I'm not going down so easy, you big crusty jerkwad! She bellowed. Take that! She threw the horn in her hand with precision of a spear hunter. It hit the center of the glowing red spot and splintered into a thousand shards of purple glass. The Ninki nanka wailed in agony, clutching the spot where the horn hit as it staggered back. It tripped over some rocks on the ground behind it and fell backwards into the river. Its tail whipped around as it sank and vanished from view. Adam ran to the water's edge and watched it disappear into the murky depths, toward the gloomy river bottom. It was dark and silent for a moment. A bright green explosion of light blinded them, and the water splashed up from the bottom to release its final roar.